Hello, and welcome to another episode of Bored and Annoyed, where this week we're discussing the Cowboys hiring Mike McCarthy yes, as their new coach. Yes, he slept over at Jerry Jones's house. Yes. So we'll do. We'll be doing an hour and a half on this. He booped him on his nose, just yeah. like uh, Seth, Seth Rogen, do you Seth think, Green. Do you think he served Jerry Jones uh, breakfast in bed the next morning, maybe snuggled with him a bit? I think he probably ate the breakfast. Yeah. Well, I mean, hey, Cowboys have a, uh, a new coach. Um, they're not here. Nobody's here for this. I, Nobody's hey, here for this. Talk. I think it's honestly everybody. Everybody here has like a, a shitty view of it. Everybody hated McCarthy by the time he left. But I don't know. He's proven that like he's not an inept douchebag. Um, I actually didn't mean for this to turn into a discussion. It was meant to be like a 20 second. Well, bit. I mean, you, but you know what? Fault. You know what? This brings up a good point. I hate that the Cowboys are even a goddamn conversation. They're the only eight and eight team year in and year out that get national coverage they for being should. mediocre as fuck. But they should be good, though. They should be like good. They have team, tons like, of talent. Uh, when you watch them, they look good at yeah. times. Yeah. But you know what? I'm tired of the Cowboys. You know what? I think we should have like a. It's funny you, you brought you, them up. You, I, I mean, you're I, you're I playing into the problem. I did. I yeah. did bring them up. You know what? Fuck me. <laughs> Let's start the show. I'm home with the movies, and I'm Jackson, and this is bored and annoyed. Bored and annoyed. And this is our first awards show. Yeah, Golden the Globes. Earth. The Golden Globes were last night. Yep. Um, well, the show that no one pays attention yeah. attention to. But yeah, before we hop into that, let's get the other little pieces of news out of the way. Since I right. know whoever won the Golden Globes, that's big news. Yeah, the totally huge news, best news. Uh, no, uh, let's see. One of the first things that we could talk about Star Wars is failing it's the failing Star Wars franchise. Yeah, I mean it. Well, so so is I mean, it going to crack a billion or not? it will? It will crack a billion. Okay. It's at like what nine nine hundred eighteen nine hundred twenty eight. I read a rumor that it like was kind of neck and neck with Rogue One. Yeah, I think it's going to finish right around one point one. And what did realistic. Rogue One do? I think Rogue One did about one point one. Okay. Um, that's pathetic. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, and people, I, I saw somebody make an argument saying like, oh, well, if you really want to get down to it, you know, the, the series hasn't been in decline. It's been all over the place because you had rogue one, which did, you know, way over, better than it was supposed to, right. but that was when people were still excited. Cause that was the second one. But I also don't think that that's fair because I think that the main series is thought of in a different light than the side movies. Yeah, no, you're right. Totally. So Rogue One probably did better than expected first off because it's a side movie and yeah. people didn't expect it to do much. And people it was were the still second... happy about Force Awakens for the most part. And it was the second modern Star Wars movie. And they had Darth Vader in the trailer. I, th I think that was part of it. Yeah, probably. Yeah, 100%. I, don't know. I, I personally, not my cup of tea, but I know I know people like it. I don't really like it. But uh, yeah, to me, I mean, it's like the main the main franchise, the episodic franchise has been going down. That's that you, supposed to be the uh, that's supposed to be the the tentpole thing. Yeah, that's the yeah. flagship flagship ship. So, yeah, uh, that's um that's a thing that's happening. Yep. Um, let's see what else is happening. OK. Rumor has it that uh, the Hulk and uh, Namor may have uh, quietly come over to uh, Disney from uh, uh, Universal. Namor. Namor is uh, uh, Marvel's uh, Aquaman. Aquaman. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
more interesting character in my uh, opinion. But, okay. But uh, uh, that's because I'm a Marvel shill. So you, you are. Know. That is fucking true. But uh, yeah, we could got to be disgusted about the possibility of Christian Bale coming with his DC nonsense to come. This DC is one of the greatest. Here. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> we, we went from literally one story to the next story without any real discussion, but that's fine. Uh, yeah, we could we could talk about actually we could no, talk about Christian Bale. I really want a Hulk movie, though. I really I want, want a Hulk, Hulk movie. movie. Yeah. Um, I really want a Hulk movie because I think Mark Ruffalo can do great things with the character. He's just the problem is, is he's been sidelined. Well, basically. it would be interesting to see if they did a standalone Hulk movie. Is it the same kind of jokey take on Hulk that they've done as almost the comic relief character mm. in the Avengers movies? Or do they do a story where they can I dive think the, a little bit more into the stuff that I like, which is the the Jekyll you know, and Hyde nature. Right. But now. Is he Dr. Hulk or whatever? So like, I think I think he is. I think this is maybe the most interesting time to have a solo Hulk movie, though, because we've never everybody understands Hulk in the Jekyll and Hyde manner. We've never sure. culturally gotten to this point with the Hulk. So what do you do? I mean, hopefully not annoy me. Right. No, my my thought was and we were going to do a pitch episode on this, but my thought is, is like, OK, so they kind of dealt with the idea of like they merged the uh, personalities of the, the two. OK, but really, my thought is, is like it's a slight retcon, but all you have to do is pretend like, no, actually, he just took the body of the Hulk, but he still buried the personality of the Hulk. So you could you could basically say it's just been Bruce Banner in Hulk's body. OK. Okay, but the Hulk's still in there. Hulk's still in there. So then the 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 conflict is the, the Hulk gets out. The Hulk or, comes out. Maybe okay. you could do the whole like they did do a splitting of the Hulk in the comics where like the Hulk had a body, Bruce Banner had a body. Maybe that's when you can introduce Gray Hulk or you can introduce uh Worldbreaker Hulk, which is the one who comes and comes to Earth after being banished and smashes the fuck out of everyone. Like he just owns everyone see this is just upsetting me because i wanted more like time with infant hulk like in its infancy the idea that you know at the end of the hulk movie with edward norton mm. he just like figured out okay right like i can control my breathing that scene it was like yep. oh that was a nice setup yep and it's not that they didn't do anything with that because clearly in the first avengers movie they had the whole payoff with that yeah but I wanted to see that. I agree with that. I think I. I mean, really, at the end of the day, we can blame it on if the Incredible Hulk had been a better hit. I suppose. Or if Edward Norton had Hadn't played been a douche. Yeah, if he had played ball more, we might have gotten more Hulk movies. But the problem is, is that it barely broke even, and it was a shared profit with Universal. They just weren't going to keep going with it. Makes just, sense. It sucks. But it barely broke even, huh? I mean, yeah, it broke even, but it barely broke even. So. It's the lowest grossing by a maybe, wide margin. Maybe they shouldn't have done a Hulk movie until they did Avengers first. I don't I I disagree because part of the fun of the Avengers is watching your favorite superheroes team up. Yeah, but everybody knows who the Hulk is. It's not I suppose like, that's you know what true. I mean? Like it wouldn't ruin his character in Avengers if you haven't seen the Incredible Hulk. 
mm. it doesn't really matter. That's right? true. You he's know what I mean? He's probably the one character that didn't need an right. introduction. Well, I, it almost it felt like they did that a little bit on purpose because it wasn't the same actor. Yeah. You know, so they didn't like play too much into aside from like General Ross yeah. popping up in a couple of the movies. And they did actually do a really good job of like a soft reintroduction to the character with the whole like sure. uh, healing people work, doing doctor yes. work. You know, I just can't wait till they bring Liv Tyler back. Oh, I'm really, God. really excited for that. I, I could see them doing it. I really could. But let's talk about Christian Bale jo- possibly joining Thor Four. Yeah, I'm going to say he does do it. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to lay the fake news out there for the show. I'm going to say Christian Bale's going to be in Thor four. And I don't know what kind of pl- character he's going to play. Mm-hmm. But after how funny he was and charming he was in Ford versus Ferrari. Right. I'm excited to see what Taika has in store for using Christian Bale. Christian Bale is one of the greatest actors of our generation. Well, not yes. our generation. They're older than us, but. You know, of his generation, <laughs> of our gener- generation. Uh, uh, yes, <laughs> you'll be saying that about like a thirty-year-old actor when that's you're true. seventy, right? That's of true. Our generation, of this generation, yeah. whatever. Um, he's, but one he's of, great. He's one of the best. Uh, it's yeah, he's one of the best, and it's a huge get if they can get him. I I really don't. I'm surprised by this. I'm not because I never thought I would see him in another comic book movie. He seems. He seems to take himself pretty seriously with his films. Not that Taika Waititi doesn't do, you know, like well-made movies, but they're a different tone than what I would expect Christian Bale to be in. Right. But um, he'll, I mean, there's a lot of people like that in Taika's movies. I that's would say. true. Well, Taika does really great stuff. He can so just I think, fucking kill it with anyone. That's true. I, that's I just true. think he's good. I'm, I am, if this happens... This movie instantly becomes the most like your your most uh, most anticipated. Hyped. Like I mean, Doctor I Strange and the Multiverse of is Madness. that twenty twenty one or no or twenty twenty? Because that's the one I'm pumped for because it sounds no, it's like twenty twenty one. It sounds like they're going to do something really strange. Ooh, Ooh, strange with it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm I'm pumped for like Eternals. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. I think Shang Chi is going to be fun. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I think they're all going to be fun movies, but all of a sudden Christian Bale added, that's that's fucking amazing. I hope he's playing Wishlist here. I hope he's playing Gore the God Butcher. All right. Gore is a guy who basically... The God Butcher sounds fun. Is he bad or good? He's a bad guy. Okay. The God Butcher... Dude, This Jason Aaron's run on the Thor series has been fucking phenomenal. Like, it's flat out amazing. Uh, but Gore the God Butcher, Butcher, think uh, 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 guy's family gets killed, you know, has prayed to the gods his whole life, gets pissed off at the gods. Two gods end up landing, you know, uh, on his basically forsaken planet after a huge battle. He takes one of their weapons, kills them, and he sort of starts going around the universe, killing all the gods. Sounds all like the, a good character. All the pantheons of gods. Like, he kills the fucking uh, uh, Olympians. He kills so many fucking now, gods. Now, does he, you know, this is some good backstory, but when they make the movie, is he just going to kill, like, infant version of the gods that are just children that will, you know, hope that he's coming there to save them and he just slaughters children? Or, or, are, you, are, or are we are doing an Anakin grown, thing? like, badass gods oh, are we that do- he fights? Because you're doing giving an me Anakin? some good lore here for me to imagine. <laughs> oh, oh. But remember Star Wars? <laughs> you, remember, you remember when Star Wars was a thing that we all loved? <laughs> 
<laughs> Order 66 sure sounds badass until you find out he just stabbed a bunch of kids. Yeah, right. Well, I mean, I don't know if that was part yeah, of Order no, 66. True. Like I pictured, God damn it, we can't get off this. But I really pictured like Vader, like in the last movie was going to be like on a five year long journey, like finding the Jedi see that and movie. slaughtering them. I want to see yes. that movie. That sounds fucking amazing. Imagine like the character bits that you can have with like old friends that he's come to kill. Vader and Baby Yoda. (laughs) God fucking hell. (laughs) Maybe Baby Yoda was with Vader before he, you know, the timeline matches up. Maybe it's Yoda's baby. Yeah, we don't know. Fucking hell. We don't know what baby Star Wars. Do not do it. Star Wars. Baby Yoda, man. It can't all be connected. It's got to be something. Yeah, Yeah, it could be. It could be some fuck off Yoda wannabe off like 20 galaxies away. I don't fucking care. Just don't fucking make him Yoda's He's baby. He's got to be related to Yoda, right? No. No. Or a clone of Yoda or you remember something. Remember when everybody was like, hey, I wonder if like, like John Boyega is related to like Billy D. Williams because they're both black. <laughs> like, are you fucking kidding me? That's quite this. There's two Yodas. Three. Yeah. Yaddle. Uh, yeah. Yaddle. Yeah. And there were like three black dudes in all of Star Wars. Touche. So, uh, Touche. I suppose that's true. Uh, but no, uh, he's got to be. He's got to be related. There has to be a reason why the the First Order or the Empire, or whoever wants that specific baby Yoda, because they got special force powers. All Pe- of those things I don't do. Fucking so know. why don't they just go to they the Yoda the planet and get another Yoda? They got the Metachlorians. So there's got to be more Yodas, right? Why do they need this one? Why would they go fuck with maybe this he's badass the last, Mandalorian maybe he's the guy? La- maybe he's the last one. Well, if that's the case, then they fucked up the setup for season two. Because the whole thing is you got to go find the baby Yoda race. Maybe that's the reveal. Ah, okay. All right. They're all dead and you got to keep him. He's yours. All right. Well, continue. Anyways, yeah. Christian Bale yeah, should I'm be excited. amazing. Should be amazing. Yes, I would agree. Um really hope it happens i mean i I hope he's as good as ben kingsley was in iron man 3 (laughs) jesus christ i think i think he's gonna be just as good as kate blanchett was as hella and i thought she was pretty fucking great so um but yeah uh let's go into the golden globes first topic ricky gervais good old ricky not the uh the hero that we asked for but the hero that we need he was great. He, he was, really was. Yep. Yeah, he had a few jokes that, like, you could tell everyone was uncomfortable in there. It cut to the quick. And it's brilliant because he knows that everyone watching this thinks it's fucking hilarious. Yes. While watching. Because you're watching this and you kind of, like, hate all these people, even though you like them in their movies or whatever. There, There's a bit of you that just is, is bothered by... You know, the, them getting up and giving each other awards. And I think you know. I think we as a society are maybe a little tired of maybe sort of like the uh, the elite status that we have given these people. And right. it's not just them. It's like politicians, too. You know, it's just people in power who are like, hey, let's pat each other on the back all the time. You right. know, that kind of shit. Yep. Yep. So he came out. He had like an Epstein joke. He had a joke about Apple running sweatshops while having content about, you know, being woke. Yeah, right. And I'm like, that's that was the one where I was like, you know what? You fucking got all these motherfuckers. You want to act like you're all social justice warrior. And that's fine. And there are good points to be made there. But don't fucking do it on a dime made from a fucking sweatshop. Yeah, that's true. Don't fucking do that. I mean, it's a good point. I, like, 
Yeah, I don't know. It was it was very, very funny. Uh, yeah, his Epstein thing, the Weinstein joke, where he's like, yeah. he made a comment about Bird Box, like, just like everybody in Hollywood with Harvey Weinstein, they all, like, groan, and he was like, I didn't fucking do it. You did it. Like, you knew. <laughs> <laughs> he, he got he 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 did really great and the whole like uh just thank your god and your agents yes. and fuck off and i love just the fuck off bit. yeah i was like you're and then he just quietly takes a little sip from his drink well what's funny is how many people like turned that off because he did th- he he threw a plug in for his show on yeah, netflix he did. too i wonder how many people went and watched that yeah, I, like I don't it know. had to have done him good to do that show because he's actually fucking funny. And the it seems to me that most of the non-media reaction has been positive. Like people yeah. thought it was funny. Yeah. You know, but uh, there were a lot of um, I didn't think it, it really wasn't anywhere near as political no, as these things tend to be. There were two or three people that that did say stuff that, you know, I mean, it was funny because they just didn't. They, they ignored, just ignored him completely. Yeah. Um, I thought there were a couple of good ones, like uh, Russell Crowe's. Uh, he wasn't even there. Yeah, but, sure. But, but his bit about like, hey, we got to do something about climate change. This is fucking happening. Look what's happening in Australia, which, by the way, uh, it's awful. What's going on? Yeah, there. it's just awful. And I thought that was powerful. I can understand that because he's from there. I, so he has like a personal stake in it. Um, I mean, but know. it kind of like. It's a warning sign to all of us, you know? I mean, you know, if it's factually, scientifically proven that it's climate change that caused it. Right. You know, I mean, right. that, that's all I mean, that's all I'm saying. But but I get it either way. Like, to me, it's like, OK, well, if people don't pollute, that's better. Yeah. So I really don't care about that. Yeah. As long as they as long as they don't tell me to like, you know, hey, make sure you throw your next Coca-Cola can in the recycling <laughs> because. I need to take this jet to go do my next movie. That was in, you know what I mean? When Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, he said that. When he did that, he made one of, I mean, I think Ricky made the point of the night. Yes. But I think that he made the second best point, which is like, we can all do the whole like, well, wishes all we want, but we need as us, Hollywood, we need to do better. We don't need to take private jets. We don't need to do all the things we're doing. Can we talk about how weird he is, though? I love him. Oh, God. Like, he's got up there and I felt awkward not even being there watching him do his speech. Right. But that's kind of why I like him. (laughs) That's why I like him. Because, like, so fucking weird. He's so unrehearsed in real life. Yeah. I I mean, I wonder because I remember back in the day, he still, like, seemed sort of normal. Mm. But, um, yeah, he's probably getting a little kookier as he gets older. But Not yeah, that that's he's, a bad thing. Yeah, I know. I mean, he makes good movies. He's fucking great. Yeah. Whatever he does, how he can channel whatever yeah. role he's in, you know. He looks like somebody who might have a little bit of trouble staying in the moment. I don't know. He seems very, like, antsy and kind of flighty with his thoughts. Yeah, you know? I mean, he seems like uh, the Joker mm. a little bit. That was uh, great, though. I, I loved his speech. I thought he was uh, fantastic. Uh, he I thought he needed to go straight to a mental institution. <laughs> I love I do like the fact that he said like, okay, you know, I'm not one who gives a fuck if anybody takes private jets. But if this culture, if they're going to, you know, harp on something, then they should stand behind what they think. That's that's exactly that up for sure. For sure. Well, it's kind of like, just don't be a fucking hypocrite. You know, right. Exactly. You know, Uh, but yeah, I um, 
let's do you want to do you want to do the actual awards just go yeah there, there's i what no, i realized the ones, the ones i the re, one thing i realized is that i hadn't seen 90 percent of the tv shows yeah i didn't I know what the fuck apparently i don't shit watch was. tv yeah. is what i've realized but also what i realized is all of these nominations can fuck right off because dark wasn't in any of them you know that's a good point they can fuck right the <laughs> hell off that's a great point that's why I don't, I don't, mother, no. Does any of these, do any of these critics watch dark? Drama TV series? <laughs> you kidding me? It's not in there. Big Little Lies is in there. <laughs> Fucking CW you know wannabe that, on the HBO. That's funny. Like, are foreign shows not, is there a foreign show that was nominated? I, uh, that would be the next question, know. right? Because. I feel like in previous years, though, Downton Abbey has been nominated yeah but that's english though that's british oh oh it's so oh okay so britain and america i'm just saying i'm just saying that's horse shit i'm just telling you man so yeah that's what i realized so we can skip as far as i'm concerned we can skip like all the tv shit yeah uh there there might have been um oh chernobyl chernobyl some stuff uh uh what's his name from the avengers that actor who's yeah. in it yeah uh, uh scarsgard scarsgard one and he's great so i was happy about that but yeah like uh you know just naming some of these other like okay i haven't watched barry i hear that's great but like the kaminsky method succession i hear that's good fleabag i don't think i had ever heard of that show me either ba- uh barry um, but yeah, so basically I'm not the person to come to about this Russian doll. I wanted Natasha Leone to win, but that's just because that's the only thing I've fucking seen in that category. All right. You know what I mean? So that was kind of interesting. She was actually those. really, she was really good in Russian doll. I, yeah. I love that show. That was actually, I, I not a big fan of the ending, but other than that, yeah. Fucking great. But, show. um, but yeah, Chernobyl won some shit. So I was happy about that, but the movies, this is a movie podcast, the first movies. and foremost. Yeah. Um, so, as do, far, yeah, what do you want to start with here? You want to talk so about the supporting, supporting? Supporting actor in a motion picture? Supporting actor in a motion picture, uh, drama or comedy slash musical. Comedy. That's what we need to talk about, Let's, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. What I does mean, that mean? Well, I mean, that's what I love is, you know, Once Upon a Time is not a comedy. I mean, it has comedic elements. Right. But... It's not a comedy. It's not a musical. It's not a musical. No. But they wanted it to win some awards, so they kind of fudged the numbers a little bit, you know? I think that's, I really, that's what it is, is I think they have some clear front runners, or maybe they even have two. And they can kind of decide. Yeah, yeah. I think that's 100% what it yeah, is. Yeah, you could easily say Once Upon a Time was a drama. Yeah. I mean, I would call it a drama. Yeah. It's more drama than comedy as right. far as I'm concerned. But yeah, so that one you had Taron Edgerton, which did you ever see Rocket Man or no? I didn't. So Rocket Man, it was so good to see him win because it was everything that the uh, the uh, Queen movie uh, wasn't was not. Mm-hmm. And it actually is a musical. So that's neat. I'm um, a little surprised that Daniel Craig got nominated for lead actor. Everybody really liked him. I mean, yeah, he's, but he's great. Supporting, but he's. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that. I mean, is there a lead actor in that movie? It's a total ensemble movie. It's the most ensemble movie probably of the year. Probably. I mean, other than I mean, like it's Avengers him Endgame. and Anna de Armas are like the two mains, right? So you could yeah. say she would be a best actress cat, you know, I nominee, she's, which I, I think she was. I by think the way. she would qualify more 
as like a lead actor was. in that. She was um, nominated for that. I love so. seeing uh, seeing uh, Roman Griffin Davis be nominated for for <laughs> yeah, JoJo. I didn't I expect seeing... that. I wanted him to win just because he's a kid, but yeah. I knew he wasn't going to win because they never give it to kids. And I loved seeing. Uh, I recently watched Dolomite. And, oh God, dude! And I loved seeing Eddie get <laughs> he's nominated. So great. He's really good in that. He's amazing. He's, got, he's actually got some nice dramatic moments the, in the it. The end of that movie is like the final scene. Um, is like the whole end when you know spoilers uh he goes to the premiere sure it's just so like heartwarming that he made it yeah and he was right and yes. everything's validated that he did throughout the movie yeah. it really is a great movie yeah it, it really is. is and he is great uh i think if i were of the movies that i saw though which i saw everyone except for rocket man Oh, wow. I saw every movie in this category. Yeah. I, have no I would have given it probably to Leo. To I Leo. Okay. I think Leo had the best performance. I think I think Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is his best performance, period. Okay. Uh, that's just me, though. Uh, I wasn't upset that it went to Taron Edgerton. I would have given it to Eddie Murphy. But honestly, I just loved that movie so mm. much that I might be bias i guess i mean but I don't, he's so there's nothing wrong with his performance no. whatsoever it, everyone yeah. in this whole thing um i guess daniel craig i but i really like daniel craig too but he played such a cheesy character that it wasn't like it was it didn't look that difficult what he was doing right um, i would i would say everybody else had a a, a heavier burden to bear in yes. their movies their roles but yes i you know i loved rocket man i thought it was great do you so, want to do uh actress in a musical or comedy yeah in this one i just watched the farewell so we'll be talking about that in a few minutes during shit we watched but um this was a runaway to me out of all the ones i saw so i didn't see late night or where'd you go bernadette yeah but out of the three that other ones that were nominated the girl in book smart and knives out and i really thought she was great too that ana de armas yeah but aquafina that movie is really fucking good and that was she is great i so yeah i almost had time to watch that before i came over today which would have informed my opinion on that one but yeah i'm glad do you know she's the first asian actress to win that award yes that's what they said that's um that's great yeah Good for her. And she's just likable. I, I really Even like her the fuck out Aquafina. of her. I yeah. don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it either. But I really fucking like she her. She was fucking the runaway like star, star of, of rich Asians. Yes, crazy yeah. rich Asians. And uh, yeah. she's going to be in Shang-Chi. So I'm actually really ah. pumped for that. Um, yeah, really good for her. Uh, let's see. What else is there, though? So we got actors now, right? Did so we do? Oh, that was, yeah, main actor. Yeah. So we've got uh, actress in a drama motion picture. Renee Zellweger. I didn't see that movie. I didn't see it. I can't look at her, though. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm an asshole, but I can't. I don't think I could unless they do use CGI. I don't. I and it's not because it. it's one of those things where what she looked like before makes me so distracted Mm. to watch her like give that. Right. Yes, mm. I'm distracted. I can't help it. She was like the cute Jerry Maguire girl. Right. Uh, me, myself, and Irene. I'm sitting here thinking, and I'm like, what the fuck were you thinking? I mm. don't get it. But Well, I'm just going to talk substance, and <laughs> I'm going to say I didn't see literally any of these movies. I feel bad. Marriage I, Story. Uh, yeah, I saw a Marriage Story. I feel bad, though, because I wanted to see Bombshell, and I wanted to see Little Women. Okay. Uh, both on my list. Um, but uh, 
You just hate the women. No, I, I mean clearly. Think, look at this. I think you, those those are you saw you saw solid one, ass looking movies. You saw one really, of these women's movies, and I'm really yeah, the women's <laughs> movies. They're no, women's. it's their their movie. It's not their four women, but the but the movies the women were in. Mm. The, the great female performances. Okay. But I watched <laughs> Marriage Story, and uh, much like when I saw Joaquin uh, in Joker this year, I struggled with the idea that I could see a better performance sure. from a woman this year than, than her. Um, so for me, I'm like, I guess I need to see Judy now because apparently she's fucking great. But I, I, mean, I, I don't... find it hard to believe i think florence Pugh should be up here over at least oh. cerise ronan for midsummer yeah she was that's great my opinion she was but great that's a horror midsummer. movie and it was special it was directed by what's his fuck so you know we're just gonna fuck next year what what I don't, female-led see, movie I don't, I don't agree with that because i think he gets a lot of respect even though horror, that's true i don't even though horror from itself, these fucks though but even though horror may not get respect Overall, sure. I think he's respected as a director. My thing is, is I'm starting to think, and it, I, it bleeds a little bit into Rocket Man, which is you played a real person. Oh, oh credit! Yeah. No, that's totally true. That's, Except if you're Eddie Murphy, yeah, right? Because <laughs> he, he just played himself. Um, I mean, do you want to go to lead actor in a? Well, I do want to touch real quick on Cerise Ronan in Little Women because she's fucking great. Uh, She was great in Lady Bird a few years ago. Sure. Um, So out of the five that are up there, I would have given it to her. We also had uh, Laura Dern getting a supporting actress in a uh, musical or comedy. And I would have given that to. I'm guessing Kathy Bates. Is she? Is that a musical or comedy? Oh, I'm sorry, category? no drama. That was drama. <sighs> yeah, no. Whew. Sorry, I misspoke. I would have been like, "Well, you're right." They just split the <laughs> yeah <laughs> randomly. Right. Yes, I would have given it to Kathy Bates. Yeah, I sort of assumed that based on what you were. You were I saying really, about it. really, really like Kathy Bates though too. Right. I mean, she's just fucking been solid for forever and ever and ever. Yes. Um, yeah, I mean. I can't wait to see Bombshell because I I, I love Margot Robbie, so I'm yeah. really interested to see what she does there. Um, but yeah, Laura Dern kind of makes sense. I I she I was liked good. Her. She was really good. She could have been up there for Little Women too. Oh okay. Like honestly, she's good in that too. Sure. She plays like the mom sure. of the of the sisters. Sure. And she's great. She's just always great, except for when she's Haldo and she runs the spaceship into Haldo. One of the dumbest, fucking, <laughs> stupidest fucking things ever. But yeah, so we got we did actress, uh, we did we uh, haven't done support or we haven't done main actress drama, right? They by the way, the thing we're looking at this on, it's like all out of order. Yep. So so that's why we sound like fucking lunatics. Uh, Uh, My favorite speech of the night, by the way, I just want to touch on it. We don't have to talk about the category since we didn't watch any of these shows. Sure, was Olivia Coleman again? Oh, she's fucking the most down to earth person. Yeah, you saw her. What was it? It was her Oscar speech with last her, year. Uh, oh God, the one where she's the queen. Yeah, uh, the weird one with Emma Stone and Rachel Weisz. Yes. I can name all the people in the fucking movie. I can't name the, the favorite. Movie. The favorite. And her speech was great. It made me she, happy she won. Uh, she almost brought tears to my eyes with how genuine she was. Yeah, I could she's not just believe. happy to be there. She couldn't even believe it. Yep. She couldn't believe it was at this time. She could believe it a little bit more. She's like, all right, I, I kind of get it now. Yeah, well, this um, is just the Golden Globe. <laughs> yeah. 
But um, no, my favorite speech of the night. I mean, I loved her speech, but sure. my favorite speech of the night was uh, Kate McKinnon's speech. Before Ellen. Bit, before really? Ellen. Uh, she did something so impressive. You're kind of cheating, though, because that wasn't like a win. That was like a... That was like a it was like a my speech. favorite speech of the night was Ricky Gervais. Right. Well, show. I mean, well, that's, you know, I would call that a monologue. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that was an introductory yes. speech, I guess, is what you want. No, she we, was good. And the Ellen bit was great. She was great. Yes. Um, yeah. Ellen was great. Tom Hanks was really great. He was. You just you watch that and, you know, you kind of bring up your point about like you kind of secretly hate these people. It's like I could never hate. Tom. I can't hate Tom. I can't. Hanks, I, can't I know. Can't hate Ellen. I can't hate Kate. No, that's true. I, Kate McKinnon, you know, talking about, you know, that award. Well, because they're smart, too, enough to, like, know that not to piss people off. Like, well, they, Tom Hanks has never, like, come. I mean, he's said things here he's and got, there. He's got his opinions, yeah. but he's not overt right. about it. He's not shove it in your face. And he's not a dick about it. Right. He's like, he tends to be like, it this is what I think. And then he just kind of quietly moves on. It doesn't seem like if you disagreed with him, he would think you were like an asshole who should burn in hell. Right. That's how some of these people come off. Like, like they almost believe like the little people in the middle of the country are all fucking re- like just completely ridiculous assholes. Mm. That's what they think. That's how it comes off. But not um, Tom Hanks. Not definitely not Tom. He doesn't seem that he's way. America's uncle could do no wrong. And by the way, his bit before he did his speech, when they were showing all of his movies, I'm just yeah. sitting there like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. You're watching. You're like, how did this? How did this even? Ha- how did this career even? He's in like every great every movie they were showing was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. How great oh, yeah. was that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but talking about Kate McKinnon, I mean, we're talking about the Carol Burnett Award. Talk about somebody who's going to be getting that in like 15 years. Probably. I think it's a almost a foregone conclusion. I don't think conclusion. she's ever going to be like. She may never be an Ellen. No, she's never going to be huge. I don't think. But I think as far as like. Although she gets a few more Ghostbusters under her belt. <laughs> she might be able to get up there. <laughs> That's that movie is not her fucking fault. Oh, she she's, did. She did also play in that hit with Mila Kunis last year where they're oh, like, oh, yeah, my, my ex-boyfriend's a spy or yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. But she's also one of the funniest female she is, comedians. She is very funny. It's she's true. super fucking funny. I do like her. Um but do you want to do a screenplay for a, a, a motion picture? Or do yeah, you want to finish out we, actors so, with uh, Walking Phoenix? I mean, do we have thoughts on Walking Phoenix winning? Uh yeah, he shouldn't have won. He didn't deserve it at all. He stinks. Yeah, it wasn't clearly the best goddamn performance of the year from an actor. Though I will say the other performance that stuck out to me the most was Christian Bale. Yeah, I loved Christian Bale. I thought I would he, agree. I, I those were the two that were standout performances. I this have year. not seen Hopkins in the Two Popes. I yeah. would imagine that he's probably fucking fantastic in whatever he's doing. Right, but yeah, I can't. I mean, the Joker was to me. I was like, he has to win. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. You, you, well, it's one of those performances. That you kind of feel like you're watching a piece of history right. while it's happening. So, I mean, for me, that that was uh, yeah, that I was would, a that was a. I mean, I don't even know why I brought it up. I don't even know why I brought it up. Yeah, so I mean, it's a non-discussion. I, you know, I, I thought you know, uh, Tom Holland was pretty good in Spider-Man. Yep, yep. There you go. Uh, yeah. So, 
Uh, the only other one I can think of that we haven't touched on is supporting actor in a, in a drama. Yeah, sure. Who is that? Brad Pitt won for Once Upon a Time. I thought in, we already talked about Brad Pitt winning. In Hollywood. I thought we talked about Leonardo DiCaprio not winning as your choice. I could oh, be wrong. No, you're right. You're right. I am. I think I'm always right. Well, that's I, the I, know that, I know that's what you think. <laughs> I um, would have gone with Joe Pesci, but I, I can't would, be mad about Brad Pitt. I would not have... Um, but I didn't really think that anybody in the Irishman did anything other than really kind of. Oh, mean, see, I, guess, I thought I guess, Joe Pesci guess, was bl- fucking amazing. I guess Brad Pitt kind of just played himself also. They even admitted that. Yeah, but he was fucking great. He was. He was. He was and great. I, well, I can't, my, like, I wasn't my, upset my that he won. My statement was going to be that I didn't think that anybody in the Irishman did really much of anything other than play themselves. <sighs> See, I've never seen Joe Pesci play the character he was in that, though. Never. He was a little bit more reserved, but he still a felt... A little bit. Okay, yeah, he was a lot more reserved. He was but he an, still felt like Joe Pesci to me. I, I don't... I mean, He's sure, still a mobster, sure. dude. I've never seen Joe Pesci play the reserved mobster who's like the man and can keep his shit together. That seemed more like a I'm old. He felt, like. he felt intimidating... Yeah, but he wasn't old the whole movie. That's what's. I mean, I, mean, I get it. I get what I you're mean, saying. He really was old I the know, whole time. I know, but Robert De Niro was out there busting skulls. What? You need some help with this kid? Need some help? You're but calling no, a 45 Joe year old. Joe Pesci played. <coughs> excuse me. Joe Pesci played like a reserved gangster, where in the other two gangster movies that that Scorsese's put him in. Right. He was the loony, wacky, right. fucking flies off the handle guy. Right. Yeah, I yeah. definitely think he was the and I thought that De Niro was good in that, too. I'm not saying they were bad, but I'm I just thought saying Pesci they felt like was themselves. the best, best part of that movie. He I, probably was my favorite character, yeah. but I, I wasn't blown away with the performance by any means. Now, I was expecting you to want some more love for Tom Hanks here. As, I, I, as I really, Mr. Rogers. I, I really liked him as Mr. Rogers, but I mean, you're not entirely wrong in that it's hard to look past Tom Hanks just to see Tom, Mr. Rogers. Yeah, it's so true. But I but think good. That, but how it works to his favor is that he is as close to Mr. Rogers as we have left. <laughs> he's just a wholesome, he's, pure man. He's, yes, exactly. So, uh, yeah, I don't uh, <laughs> I, I wouldn't have picked him. I would have picked Brad Pitt. You would have picked Brad Pitt. I, yeah, I, if Brad Pitt didn't narrate that whole fucking Ad Astra movie, mm. he was great in that too. He was really but good But if in they that. would have taken out the fucking narration, what because he year? was doing, he was doing scenes like just looking at his face, like the torment in his right. face and the fucking, you know, very subtle acting that he was doing in that movie. Yes. What and a then year he read for over movies. It. Yeah, it was great. What a great year. year for movies. It really was. And people just say that there's and, nothing I mean, but the th- new Star Wars. And Well, I mean, think they haven't even, you know, and here's my little two cents. There's no no love for a movie like Alita here. There's nope. no love for a movie like Avengers Endgame here. There's no True. love for anything. That, Us, Midsummer, Yeah. The Lighthouse. There's none of it. Yeah. I don't think there was all that shit that could have been. I don't think there was nearly enough love for Jojo. I really don't. You're not wrong. Yeah, you could you could give Tyke a. a um, I think he director. could have used a, a director nod at least. Well, okay, so there was a cinematography award given out last night, I believe. 
Um, and to me, the fact that the lighthouse isn't nominated for cinematography is batshit crazy to me. There was a cinematography. I believe there was, I could be wrong or maybe it was, there was something where I was like, how the fuck is that? Or score score oh. was what I was thinking. Oh, okay. I can't believe it was not nominated for score. What, what, what wasn't, uh, uh, Jojo? the lighthouse. Oh, the lighthouse. Right. Yeah. No, but Joker won score. I don't agree with that. I thought the score was good. Like it, it was I don't a very remember e- it. It was a very effective score. I remember it at certain moments. Okay. Uh, the the moment when he comes, it's like one of the moments when he comes back to his apartment at night, and I think it's after he's killed his mom. Okay. That it it's there and it's powerful. Uh, no, the movie that was the clear, and I, I don't know if it's a 2019 movie. It is. It is. It's brand but new. Togo. It's Disney Plus original. Togo. That's your clear winner. That's my clear yeah, fucking I would winner say, for score. I would say The Lighthouse is mine. It's but don't, don't give it away. We have, we have, a, we have our best score of is, list. Togo's score coming. is fucking great. Dude, Togo, this might sound like blasphemy. I love Togo. When I watched it, I was like, God damn it. I keep fucking up my top 10 list because I don't know if that can make it in. But it was fucking great. I, mean, I loved I Togo. Guess, uh, I loved it, would, it. It would be in my top 20. I don't know if it would be in my oh, top 10. So good. But we saw a lot of great movies. Of good right. movies this year. Yeah. Top 10 is going to be really rough this year. It's going to be really rough. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, director of a motion picture. That went to Sam Mendes for 1917. We, we haven't, haven't seen, seen it yet, that yet. So we can't comment. So we can't really comment. Um, director of uh, didn't or screenplay went to Once Upon a Time, right? Screenplay went to Once so Upon a Time. Quentin won. Super happy for that. I, I do think I th- nobody writes movies like Quentin. Nobody gets even close to writing movies like Quentin. True. Now that you, you can make an argument that, is that doesn't necessarily... mean you're the best. No, though. no, that doesn't mean it's the best screenplay. I, I tend to find that he. Because he makes people verge into almost a character, uh, not a character or caricature sort of lane. He he allows characters to be so kind of zany that his characters stand out a lot more than a lot of other characters that came out that year. Right. And I think that's sort of his strength. Yeah, I... uh... I everything that Parasite was nominated for, I wanted it to win. Mm. And 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 for screenplay, the reason would be because the fact that he put that to a page, mm. I feel like anyone who read that would have said, "Well, this is fucking wacky. This isn't going to work." I think because Parasite- it's so the tonal shifts in the movie are so well done, yeah, and perfectly you know spaced out. Um, I would give it to Parasite. To me, I mean, and Marriage Story is actually very impressive because apparently uh, all of the pauses and the ums and the people talking over each other are actually in the script. Oh, I suppose. Yeah. Like, apparently that makes sense because you got to have them because it's like conversations. It's like real. Well, that's noticeable, too. It really makes it feel real. It felt very real. I felt the conversations were very real. So so. uh, I think if I didn't give it to Once Upon a Time, I probably would have given it to Marriage Story personally. But Parasite is fucking nuts, too. I think Parasite's going to go down as like, I think it's going to be a modern cult classic. Yes. I think it has an outside shot at Best Picture at the Oscars. I really hope it's nominated. 
I think it will be. It has I, to be. I mean, I hope so. Here, they've got a foreign film. Like, for some reason, they don't want to put it in. Right. Because, I mean, I'm sorry, but if it's in the screenplay category. Right. It, he yeah. Did he win for director? He won for director, right? What did he win for? Uh, no, I thought he won. Or he won for best foreign, foreign film. So foreign, he won yeah. best foreign film, but he was in there in every category. I yeah. believe that, like you can conceive that he yeah. would be. Yeah. Um, of course, none of the actors were. Yeah. But that goes back to why isn't Dark nominated for anything? Yep. But um, but yeah. So I would imagine the Oscars with ten best picture nominees, it'll get in there because right. it doesn't fit as a musical or comedy, so it would have to be in drama. And who at the Golden Globes are you booting? There are two movies. There are two movies that we riot if they're not in the fucking best picture category. It's Parasite and it's Jojo because that shit can fuck. Jo- Jojo. I think Jojo absolutely okay. deserves a nomination. To be in there. I would agree. I mean, there, there are clear foregone conclusions like Ford v. Ferrari is going to be in there. That's such a best picture nom it's, kind of thing. And you know what? It's the kind that I wouldn't mind seeing when. Right. Because it's just and mar- it's great. I, marriage Story will be in there. Yeah, that's like the artsy, yeah, like you know, slow movie. And 1917 will be in there. War movie. War yeah. movie. Yeah, they tick all the boxes. <laughs> We've got all the boxes ticked, but JoJo doesn't necessarily tick a box. And ni- Parasite kind of ticks the foreign box. Yeah, but but they the foreign need- box is like new. It is new. Like, it is okay, new. like the only reason Roma's in there is because it was so masterfully crafted. You imagine with if such, you, with you, such fantastic cinematography <sighs> and art behind okay, it. Okay. Anyways, so uh, moving on from the trolling, <laughs> um, you imagine how pissed off somebody would be who works at the Golden Globes listening to this podcast and realizing that our discussion about the Golden Globes has turned to the Oscars. Yeah, because that's the one that matters. Yeah, it's right? the one that everybody cares about. Right. Sorry, Golden Globes. Yeah, this, we, it's I like mean, we DC dedicated and Marvel. We dedicated our time on this show to you, but also fuck you. So, what one best picture, musical or drama, musical or whatever? It was Rocket Man, right or no? I don't. What one musical or comedy best picture? So, drama was nineteen seventeen. Drama was nineteen seventeen, which we haven't seen, so we right. can't make an opinion on it. Right, and. fuck where is best picture see this is why this fucking app is so fucking stupid why you just put it oh a musical or motion picture comedy that that was uh once upon a time once upon a time okay see no here's i don't understand that i would have put jojo over it um personally well but dolomite's in there rocket man's knives out but see we're we're super different on once upon a time that's where i feel like our top 10 lists are going to be wild drastically different, different mm. because i would have put uh rocket man above it i would have put jojo above it i would have put dolomite above it mm. that's my opinion personally i wouldn't put dolomite i fucking I doubt, love dolomite i doubt man. i would put rocket man over it it's dude um, it's great and there's flat out no way that knives out <laughs> no i wouldn't put knives out <laughs> i can't it. i mean i get why knives out is there i don't i'm sorry i no, i'm sorry i know what i'm saying is i get why it's there because it's political and it has like eight billion people in it i suppose you know what i mean yeah i, I don't know just fuck it i think that's it for the golden globes yeah though. can we be done with the golden globes till next year you know what and that's another thing too that show is so goddamn boring it is boring it's as fuck. bored me to tears i can't believe they expect people to just sit there i did i sat there the whole time no I, although goddamn- i was smart i watched an episode of you Oh. Or to or like I was watching some stuff so I could catch up and fast forward through shit. Ah, uh, there it is. There it is. Yeah, I was the dumbass that just started it live 
Um, but I got to see, hear uh, 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 Ricky Gervais call James Corden a fat pussy. It that was, was great. fucking funny. That was really good. And he was in Cats. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking hate James Corden. I fucking hate oh, him. Oh, really? He's not funny. Ooh, look at me. I'm British and I can sing. Yeah, but he does that show where people like sing karaoke. Yeah, they to their sing own karaoke music. in a car. Way to go. Way to go. You came up with one good idea. Celebrities singing that in one, a car. D- that that Metallica episode of that makes me want to kill myself. I haven't seen Watching it. Watching them sit in a car with James Corden and like sing like Taylor Swift or whatever it is that wow. comes on the radio. It's fucking brutal. I'm going to check like, that shit out. What happened to you? <laughs> I'm checking that shit when I get home because that sounds fucking no, hilarious. Don't, because then you'll next time you see Metallica, you'll just picture them with James Corden. Eh. Eh, they're just aging. They're fucking old. Yeah, true. Um, but yeah, we're into shit we watched. Shit we watched. Whoa. Shit we watched. Uh, I have a lot of shit. I don't know how much shit you have. I have too much but it, shit. It's been a while. Um, so I'm going to start by saying I'm far enough into a couple shows where I don't want to get into my review because, you know, if I was like one season right. through like The Expanse, mm-hmm. for instance, then I would just review that season. Sure. But since I'm close to the finish line, sure, it makes more sense to just wait and finish the whole show as it stands today. But I will say I've watched season one through three of The Expanse. I'm mm-hmm. about halfway through the fourth, which is now this is another one that has been canceled by sci-fi yeah. and picked up by Amazon. Sure. And my thought about halfway through season one, because the first few episodes, you are just kind of like lost as to what the fuck is going on. But once once you're once, you know, the characters and you know, everything going on, it gets really good. Um, and I thought to myself, if this gets canceled by sci-fi, who's watching sci-fi and what are they watching? Sure. I don't understand how it exists. Mm. It's being propped up clearly by by basic cable packages that yeah. you, that force people to have it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think it's really good and I'll review it and give it a grade next week. The other one is I watched the first season of You. Sure on netflix that's the other show right and that show is just batshit fucking bizarre and and so stupid but so wonderful all the ladies in the office they uh they really love it yeah um i i was kind of wondering if it was one of those like 50 shades of gray kind of like it probably like it probably scratches that itch i haven't seen that sure i mean neither have i but i assumed it like it just seemed like it like creepy kind of guy hitting on ladies i don't even know like (laughs) Like, I sort of get the idea that he's a stalker from, like, the trailer, but, you know. He's, yeah, he's a stalker who's fucking nuts, and he's killed some people, and he kills people, Mm. and you watch the show with him as your protagonist main character, so it's fun because it's like... You know he's a sick bastard, but you still kind of like him. It kind of reminded me of what you said about Vice. Right. How, like... Yes, it's an anti-Cheney message, but they still had to make him the guy that you follow. Right, because you, know you break your movie if you have an unlikable person as Correct. the lead. Correct. So they have basically this whole show is like his narration of his inner thoughts as he's doing these things. Yeah. And it just cracks you up. Mm-hmm. But he's a fucking he's twisted. And, and all the ladies, they kind of do the well, whole like. <sighs> 
He's so he's so damaged. If I could just if I could just fix well, him, well, you know, that's where it's funny because I'm sitting here like he acts with the ladies like the dream guy, mm. and I'm like, you know what? Like women kind like this show only works because this is what this is what in my experience watching this this is like what they want from their romance movies but anyone who acts like this is kind of gonna strike out yes. because he's so nice and then i'm thinking to myself like you know if there is a guy like this there's probably something wrong with them yeah probably so so yeah i kind of like that too but yeah i'm i'm enjoying that um it's incredibly stupid but i will give my grade when i'm when i'm done with that one too there's only a few episodes left for me to watch in season two so okay uh so i have two series that i've watched they're both anime uh and Jeez, both you've are been finished. on an anime kick i've been on an anime kick you yeah. made it through two full yeah anime series well uh i thought i finished vinland saga before but it, it didn't this is actually, the viking one this is the viking one this uh so now it's actually complete it's an anima amazon original series um and this should be uh like on everybody's must watch anime list uh okay. it's it's fucking fantastic it's one of the best i've seen ever period and discussion it's like it's like top five top ten animes of all time it's not even a fucking argument in my anime pulling through it's it's super fucking good um a fucking a A. okay fucking a uh uh and uh the other one that i watched is is an older series called kill a kill kill a kill kill la Kill. kill la kill yes got it and um and it's about this uh like as they do in anime this uh, young girl is going to a new school. Um, she wears a sailor uniform and uh, it helps her transform and have superpowers. Okay. And um, it's kind of like, it's like living, like it talks to her. It's kind of like the Venom symbiote almost. Uh, and the school that she goes to is basically like this giant hierarchical sort of thing where it's, it's like like it's regular school like there are regular classes but also there's like battle elements and so everybody has like these suits kind of like she has where they can transform the regular clothes but they can transform you and uh you like beat the shit out of people so you can get like more points so you can get a better suit in your school so you can rise the ranks and it's like this weird and like their whole city is built like a pyramid so it's all very hierarchical okay it sounds kind of fun. It's super fucking weird. It's one of the weirdest animes I've ever seen. But the animation style is so fluid. Like, the, the fights are just fucking sick as fuck. Now, here's the thing. Show is super fucking sexist. <laughs> Like what she <laughs> what she wears is is not okay. And she's like a 15, 16 year old kid. Like shit is not okay. But she is such a fucking badass that I'm like, like I you actually stop thinking about her as like being overly sexualized. You're like, yeah, fucking kick that dude's ass. Like, hey. And uh why can't she be oversexualized? She wants uh, to be. I mean, it's only, she's only 15 or 16. She, I mean, you hey, know, hey, 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 hey. Yeah. hey. Oh, is that is that where we're you know is that our point? I mean, hey, hey I is our want, point. I this is why I never want daughters. Let's just put mm, it that way. Mm. Yeah, I um, I was surprised. It's not a great anime, but the animation is sick. Some of the music is really good, and I really like the main character. Um, so it's like a C plus B minus, probably a B minus. Okay. Um, it was an enjoyable watch, and it's short. It's only like. 
it's only it's only one season long. It's like a miniseries, basically. All right. Um, the plot is fucking weird, though. That's see, that's what I, I feel d- like they should all be. Yeah, it's no, but this one's really fucking it goes, weird. It goes over like you're the like, top oh, weird. Death Note's weird. It's like, nah, Death Note's like. I could see an American coming up with Death Note, but fucking there is no way an American is coming up with Kill a Kill. No fucking way. It's That's bonkers. very anti-American. Uh, well, I'm just saying. Or it's, pro-American. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I mean, I, I'm just down for stories, you know? Sure. So, like, I was all on board for how fucking weird it got. So, I guess maybe anti-American. I don't know. Speaking of fucked up shit. Sure. Uh, I watched the follow-up uh, to The Babadook from the lady director, uh, and I'm going to really talk slow because I didn't pull her name up. Mm. So her Australian name is Jennifer Kent. Lady. She, and yes, she is Australian. Good job. That was impressive. I she and, and the movie I watched is named The Nightingale. Okay. Um. It's the hardest thing. I couldn't off I couldn't off the top of my head think of a harder thing to watch. Really? A film that's been harder to watch. Yes. That disturbing? It's fucked. It's fucked. Okay. It's fucked. Now, it rewards you mightily for sticking it out through the uncomfortable moments of the movie because sure. it's really fucking good. Okay. She's on her way to a turkey. This was her second movie. I can't imagine her next one will be bad. But um, but basically the premise is uh, there's this Irish woman who is uh, she was like a a thief and the British, you know, um, instead of like throwing her in a prison, basically she can work the time off. So she's with this the British army in Australia. Okay. Um, And essentially there's this captain, this this army captain who's stuck on this this base and he's pissed about it. He wants his, his promotion, you know, whatever. And it's one of those characters. The guy is, um, he's played by Sam Claflin and it's one of those characters where it's like, I really give him props because I don't know how he could sleep with himself. Just playing the character. Oh, wow. He's a motherfucker. He's wow. one of those. Like, uh. but, but basically, um, this woman, she's a prisoner there. Basically, she does, you know, work for the army. Sure. And sings for them. She's like a pretty singer. Mm-hmm. And she's got a husband and a baby. Um, and basically the the main guy the the um hawkins the the evil you know general dude captain dude sure um uh rapes her this is like a ongoing problem for her and something goes down in about probably a five to seven minute long scene with the whole family in the room oh no the dad the baby and it is the worst fucking thing like you, you feel sick watching the scene. Um, but once we get through that, basically it turns into a revenge tale where she is trying to track them um, because he's going to this town to try to get this promotion, this bigger job. Mm. And and she meets up with this uh, Billy is the, the Aborigine guy's name. He's sure. a black dude. And it's fucking fantastic. Their relationship going to track down this guy and it's so emotionally heavy because of you had you, to deal right. with that right you know what this is and i don't mean this in a flippant or or terrible way sure 
it's a me too movie it is yeah it's a it's a me and i mean that in the best way in that there's a reason that me too exists yes and it's stuff like this yeah well i mean but there's always been shit like this right right we're not well but i'm saying the reason that it exists is that there have been men who have abused who have the power right. that, yeah, they, that they had. Dude. And and this is that's pretty dope. I'm it's, on board dude, for that. It's hard to watch. Like I if anyone who if, if anyone who can't watch, if there's ever been a moment where you couldn't watch something, you had to turn it off, sure. You're not gonna make it through this. That would be my guess. Mm. Um would I Challenge watch it accepted. again? Would I watch it again? Yes, but I might fast forward through shit mm. because it was rough. Sure. Um, the wife watched it with me. We, she, it was funny because she's like, oh, I hate this. And it's a really tense movie because yeah. you do this. This this guy is like a main character and he's a piece of shit. Sure. And he doesn't like you still have tough shit to watch after that scene. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, but yeah, it's it's like you're you're sick and you hate the movie but you're fucking mesmerized by it because it's so good especially the relationship between the main dude who's like the tracker who's helping her to go find these people okay um but yeah it's a revenge movie uh it reminded me of that recent movie revenge that was like kind of a a more pulpy fun version of this sort of thing uh but it was the, the the babadook was great too I really love the so, Babadook. Apparently, this woman just kicks ass. Um, and I can't wait to see the next one. Good. Because, yeah, the Babadook, too, was, like, thematically awesome. I like, love. It was great. I love the, like, probably one of my favorite modern horror movies, really. It's great. Um, uh, yeah, one of mine. Uh, let's see. I I, uh, I finally finished. Oh, that's uh, an A, by the way. Okay. Sorry. Uh, I finally finished uh, The Place Beyond the Pines. Yes, we were texting about this last night. This movie is a goddamn masterpiece. See, that's so funny because I and and this isn't a movie where like it's interesting that you say that because I feel like I've, I've talked to people who really liked it. So I'm not doubting, you know, that, sure. that I fucked this one up. Mm-hmm. Um but but it also might just not be for you. It's true. Well, and and last night when you brought it up, I was like, you know, do I need to watch this again? And I'm like, let me look this up on Rotten Tomatoes because I want to know, like, did I just completely fuck this up? What, what's the percentage? 79%. Okay. So, so it's one of those probably you love it or yeah, it's not your cup that of tea. Was, and, and that's kind of what I, th- but but I want to see it again because to me, having that cast The alone, cast is stacked as fuck. Who plays the other kid, not Dane DeHaan again? I don't know. I I feel, I feel like, like I've seen something. I feel like I've seen him before, but he's not somebody who Dane DeHaan has actually had a career after this movie. I don't think okay. the kid really has had much of a career. Um, not to say he's bad because he's great. There is not a bad performance in this movie. Um, the thing that I love about it, like structurally, it is so strange because you think you have one main character and then the main character switches about halfway through the movie. And then that character no longer becomes the main. It's not even halfway through. It's probably like a, I think it's it's actually almost broken up into thirds. Yeah, I that might have been part of my problem with it. But to me, I'm watching you it, liked I'm like, it, though. Well, like I so uh, my story of watching the movie was. Once one main character left, I was like, I don't understand how I'm supposed to do this. And I turned off the movie. I came back. (laughs) I started it right where I was at. So it was like a brand new movie. And I was like, oh, my 
fucking interesting. God. This and 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 when and when you just have that and and maybe that's I think that is probably going to be a sticking point for a lot of people is if you can emotionally bring yourself to now follow this new person that brings you to another great person which I actually think everybody's great they're just all different. Um if you can bridge that emotional gap, you will find this to be an amazing movie. If you can't, that's going to be the sticking point. I okay. I remember like eye rolling stuff, like like I remember like uh, feeling like okay, we get it, but I don't. But I don't remember the movie. Mm. Does that make sense? I don't know. This, like I remember my mood and thoughts as I was watching you, you, the movie, you, but you I don't I, remember what the fuck was happening we, in the we, movie. We talked about this. You eye rolled because it was too pretentious, but also you love a ghost story. Yeah, a ghost story is a hundred times better than this. It's also a thousand so times a more plus, pretentious. I'm not going to fight you on that. It's yes. a thousand times yes. more pretentious. But, but there's different types of. Okay, so maybe not pretentious. Uh, uh, <laughs> We get it stuff. Yeah, like maybe a little bit of that. I, maybe that was it. But maybe, just maybe, because, I mean, I am fallible. Mm. I wasn't in a mood to watch a movie, and I forced myself to watch a movie because it was something that I sure. wanted to see. Yep. And I was in uncomfortable and pissy, and I didn't like the movie. And I've got something somewhat like that today to talk about. Okay. Um, but we'll bring that up a little bit but later. But you're giving this an A+. Plus. It's a masterpiece. I it gets fucking, a masterpiece yeah, grade. I loved this. I could not... I, I just so is this the, a possible Alex's favorite movies episode? It's gonna of, re, it's gonna require multiple viewings. Okay, it's gonna require that. Um, and I'm not signing up for it readily because I think there's some very emotional. There's some tough stuff to watch in this movie. Like, I feel it's like a crooked cop story, right? There's a crooked there's cop in this, right? Aspects of that okay. in this, yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's not it's not like that's the main thing, and that's kind of what I like about it is it doesn't just it's a drama. It fits into that sort of, sure. you know, a uh, 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 genre, but it doesn't really fit into a genre because it's got a crooked cop, but it's got a bank robber, but it's also got a druggie and it's also got this and it's all it's it's got so much and all the performances are great. I cannot I don't I don't I'm so blown away that they were able to weave a story so cohesive together with three main characters and have a theme and have uh, something to say at the end of the day. I'm going to have to watch it again. God damn it. Like the ending alone, I was like, fucking great. And you know what? You might you might you might watch watch it and say, ah, fucking get it. But guess what? I thought it was just well, subtle enough no, where I was like, that's fucking no, beautiful. Isn't it funny, though, how like, I mean, we're just by in our nature, I think both of us at times hypocritical. Because there, there are times when I watch a movie and it bothers me, that kind of stuff. Right. But then there's times where it's like, yeah, the metaphors are just right in your face and I just eat, lap it up like fucking, you know what I mean? I think it, I mean, just chalk it. I wouldn't chalk it up to being a hypocrite. I would just say that it's different stories hit you different ways. Sure. Yeah. You know, um, and I think it also helps jive with where you are in the moment emotionally, True. but also how well the movie's nailing it. And also what the message is even. What a what a perfect example of subjectivity, though, because I didn't hate this. Like, right. I can't come and tell you that you're an idiot. You know I, what I'm saying? But, well, but I'm I also, wasn't blown away. Sure. So that's a perfect example of like, well, you know, maybe I need to watch it again. I'm also a sucker. This is a story essentially about fathers and sons. And okay. I'm a sucker for father and son stories. Um, and this is one of the best ones I've ever seen. I mean, that's what got me about Ad Astra. Yeah. 
I, that, you know, it was the best aspect of you, the movie. Yeah, but that didn't get you as much as it did me. So. And it was still a good movie. Yeah, I right, still enjoyed it. But uh, yeah, that was one of mine. What was uh, one of yours? Oh, shit. You mean I'm supposed to be ready with my next I would my next would selection? Uh, yeah, right. What are, we, what are we, some um, kind of podcast? I'm going to go with Togo. Hey, shared viewing. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Togo was fantastic. So Togo I was loved great. it. Togo was I, great. I, it, it, it gave me that. That tearing up, crying ending, the the like the the, the happy sad kind of deal. It's you know beautiful. It is. It it's looks a, great. It sounds great. Willem Dafoe is fucking great. Best the, score. The dog. Of the is, year. Yeah, you were saying you love the score. I love the score. The dog is fucking great. They do such a good. They do such a good job mm-hmm. of making you give a fuck about this dog. Yes. Uh, and and I mean, let's just do like a quick little recap of. So I, I, I watch and you start thinking about it and you realize it halfway through the movie. This movie was like tailor made like this story was tailor made to make a fucking movie. Oh, yeah. hundred percent. I mean, and you just you just go down and you check the boxes. Old crotchety man needs to learn to love again, or not love again, well, but he needs to learn to accept somebody that's. Uh, do we know that he was really like this? I mean, that we could don't, be some we fiction, okay, right? Sure, sure. Uh, uh, but but it's got a dog. It's got loyalty. It's got a man that needs to, you know, maybe loosen up a little bit. There's love that dog. There's, there's a, a storm. storm. There's a man against the elements. There's there's man and his best friend. There's a bunch of sick children that he's coming to save. <laughs> I mean, are you fuck? He's got like the best relationship, like that husband and wife relationship. It was great. Even when they're like pissed at each other, arguing, yeah. there's love and understanding in the and fucking it's conversation. Perfectly by both of them. It's fucking great. Yeah, I uh, fucking great. Well, even the fact, like, I googled this story afterwards because yeah. I was like fascinated by this, like sure. the idea that like everyone thought, uh, what's his name was the Balto. hero Balto, but yeah. he's just he fuck ain't you, shit. Balto. Yeah. <laughs> Balto. <laughs> hey, I like I liked Balto, the animated movie from back in the day. But yeah, so you're I, I'm Googling this and like there are things where like historically they say some of this shit is true that I completely thought was fictional. Right. Like the they they at one point try to get rid of Togo because he's like a pest and mm. Togo just shows up. Apparently that happened. That's what they say. That's crazy. Uh, they cross a and this is in the trailer. They cross like a, a big lake to cut off space and Togo pulls the whole team yeah onto the shore because they're on a little piece of ice that's separated just enough that they can't actually claimed to be a true story i don't know how it probably didn't look as great and have booming music behind it like in the movie right it probably looked a little bit more realistic and you know boring mm. uh but but you're like, because when you're watching it, that scene especially, you're just like, oh, well, this is like a total dramatization. But they did draw it from somewhere. But I was watching that and I was like, this is fucking awesome. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't believe, because you had seen this before me and you're like, watch Togo. And I was like, <laughs> uh, and I'm like, God damn, it's a fucking Disney movie on Disney Plus about animals. Like, motherfucking Disney doing your Disney shit. It's fucking great. And I turn it on, and I'm not in the mood for this. Not in the mood for this movie. You probably were within about seven minutes, yeah. though. And I'm like, fuck you, movie. This is fucking great. It is. And it only gets better. 
it, it does. It only gets better. Even after all the action, when it gets back yeah. to the, it's the ending is perfect yeah. in my opinion. Oh, I, loved I it. Uh, if it wasn't for Endgame being so awesome, I might say this is my favorite Disney thing of the year. Mm. Even even I above Mandalorian. I was just gonna say Disney Plus. As if I averaged the episodes of the Mandalorian uh, oh, into a grade, uh, this would be higher. This than would that? be a higher grade, I think. I think I might agree with that. It, Individual I, I it episodes great. are incredible. Actually, God, are I they even better? Yeah, I don't even know. I don't. I don't <laughs> even know. I'm. I'm still riding the wave, like the Togo wave of like emotions. And, and Defoe is just. And then they show you the so picture awesome. of the real guy yeah, at the end, and, it's and you're amazing. like, and you're like, you guys found like the guy, the, the guy to be this guy. I couldn't believe it. Um. Yeah. It's uh, one of those stories out. too. That's like it's difficult to even believe that it's real. Right. Because when they break it down at the end and all the sled dogs that went and the one, you know, and he was old. And so amazing. It was. It was amazing. And And all the friends that he visits to like that try to tell him like, hey, you know, slow down. And 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 the moment that kind of like like you're you're riding such an emotional wave with the movie. (laughs) And then right at the end. When it says in 2012, Time Magazine named Togo the most heroic animal of all time, you just lose it a little you're, bit because you're you're like, fuck yeah, he deserves it. It's true. Like it's true. Yeah, it was brilliant. It was crazy. It really it was, was brilliant. really now, fucking great. Spoilers here for a second. So go to the next timestamp if you don't want spoilers. Um, how much did it get you? When he, the gir- little girl asks him if Togo's oh. going to die and he walks. And at this point, I, I didn't, I don't know the story. So I'm figuring. Sure. Togo's going to die. die. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he goes outside and basically says like, yep, yeah, you were everything, everything you said, you said, was, said was, right. was right. And, you know, and I wrote him too hard. Like, you know, and she's like, well, could anyone else have done it? And he's like, well, we'll never know. Yeah. But, oh my God, dude. That was such a great. That was such that was like oh. the fight. That was the fight that I was talking about. It's not really yeah, even a right. fight. He's just distraught and he's not even like angry at her for saying like no. what she said. He knew why she said it. He's just upset. He's just upset. And I was like, this is such a great character. It was moment. great. And when he tells her, like, you go back in and you apologize for, for me. me. Yeah. Fucking great. It was amazing. I loved it. Him on the ice the first time when he's doing his whole speech. Hello! Talk about the good dogs that I had or whatever the fuck he says. I'm like, William, what? I What is this? This is amazing. <laughs> it is amazing. The way he treats the dog at first oh, when the dog's just an asshole. When he's he, just trying to fucking. Dude, and there were, there were moments where I was like, you know, I, I kind of I messaged you while watching it. I do a lot of a, like live tweeting, but only to Jackson when I'm watching something he's already seen. And uh, <laughs> but uh, I, I did that a few times where I was like, OK, yep, this is pretty great. And then uh, the moment where where Willem Dafoe puts him on the sled and that yeah. montage, that's when the music com- comes in. And there was already been good music up to that point. But that's like some of the most heroic, triumphant shit in the whole movie. And I was like, this is so fucking great they nail all that shit of making your emotions go, go up and down and i movie. don't i don't 
whoever I should have fucking looked it up. Who whoever, directed it? Who, no, whoever or did the score. Whoever did the score deserves all the fucking accolades in the world. Fucking amazing. You know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of um, not Spirited Away. Um, Princess Mononoke. Okay, I've never seen it. I've heard it's great. Uh, there's a lot of Princess Mononoke in there. Um, and then there's another movie that it had a little bit of the the sounds of it. And I I was just floored. I was absolutely floored by the score. And it looks great. It's, it's beautiful. Yes. It's a beautiful movie. Yes. I thought it was um, quite amazing. M- amazing move. Music, by the way, was by Mark Isham. So right, give Mark him Isham. his props. Yeah. Uh, directed by Erickson Core. Erickson Core. Is that like a bunch of people? No. It's just a, it's a guy. His last name's Core. Um, he is uh, best known for directing the 2006 sports film Invincible and the 2015 remake of Point Break. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> dude uh, really upped his game then because, I mean, dude, I, I don't want to. You know what? I barely remember Invincible and I never saw Point Break. Oh, God, break I, remake, I won't so, see Point Break. I just uh, refuse. But I mean. Holy shit! He did it. He did an amazing job. He was the job. cinematographer for Daredevil, the uh, Ben Affleck Daredevil. I'm sorry. So he's outdone himself with this. Good I for him. Say. Good for him. Yeah. So um, let's see here. How many more do you have left here? I've uh, got. I've got one more. I've got uncut gems. Sure. Which I know people are either loving or hating this. I, this is one of those weird ones where I'm like between i'm somewhere in between i don't i didn't think it was the greatest thing ever sure i didn't hate it uh uh adam sandler is great in it he plays uh a super hateable character sure um unlike the character i was talking about in you who you're rooting for because like you know he's hateable but he's also like likable it's like a weird yeah thing going on to me, this character was completely hateable. Okay. I was not rooting for him, really. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, maybe that's how it's supposed to be in the movie, but I'm just like, wow, this guy is fucking annoying. I already know I'm going to have a hard time watching this every, if that's the case. Every scene is people yelling over each other. It's all anxiety-fueled madness. I also, okay, we saw the trailers, so we kind of get an idea of, like, what the story is and all sure. of that. But. That was the point of watching the trailers that I was like, I don't want to see this. Like when they're in like the car yelling about like the money that he owes some guy or something. Yeah. You, I, if you I'm don't, just like, if I'm you like, don't like I, that. It, <sighs> now it's, it's, I, I, I give it a lot of props for being so fucking weird because mm. it does not have it. It's not like your typical movie like that, where like structurally you want to set up the screenplay. So there's a moment of like, okay, I can take a breath and just soak in some exposition or story now. Sure. That doesn't exist in this. It is you're on to he's he's he pawns this thing to get money and he's off doing this thing. And from there, he's off doing this thing. And he's got these guys chasing him and he's got to get them, you know, and he's got to pay back this guy. Oh, he's got to return the item to this guy. He's got to get the item that somebody took from him back. But, oh, that guy didn't meet up with him. He's fucking him over. So he's got to get in the car and drive to Boston. Oh, that guy like fucked him over there. He's got to go back. He's got to go up to the he's got a girl friend and a wife and he's got to juggle that whole thing um it's exhausting yeah it is exhausting exhausting. now it is good though (laughs) the performances 
<laughs> God, I got a cough tonight. I'm sorry, listeners. I hope you muted me. Or wait, uh, muted your headphones for one second. I hope you used the force to guess that a cough was coming. Um, but all the non-actors in it mm-hmm. are good. Like Kevin Garnett's in it. Like Mike oh. Francesa's in it. Uh, uh, oh, God. What's the Mike Francesa? He's a sports guy in New York. Um, uh, the Weekend is in it. The Weekend's in the it. The Weekend is in it. Um, and it is... It's worth seeing, especially because of how weird it is. Now, a buddy of mine thinks has a theory that and by the way, people walked out of this during it. Two people just left the theater. And my Uh buddy's theory was basically it's coming out during the holidays and to the uninitiated, it almost looks like some sort of like a heist movie. It's like Adam Sandler. It's not really marketed very well. It's not like, you know. I couldn't quite tell what that was. I mean, yeah, the trailers are kind of awful because I remember seeing it. It's like, I thought fucking, the trailers look great. I, I'm like Adam Sandler in what looks like a sloppy movie about people yelling over each other. It's the best he's ever been in anything I've ever seen him. Wow. He plays like a loud, like overbearingly uh, stereotypical Jewish man. Okay. You know, like, and he nails it. Okay. He really does. So basically he plays himself, but he's addicted to gambling. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> but, but, uh, but no, he's great. Um, I would give it a B. Oh, I thought it was good. I okay. didn't think it was, you know, I, I don't understand what people expected who hated it because to me, I watched the trailer and I didn't think it was going to be a next standard. Week and I'll tell you what we were expecting. <laughs> I, I didn't expect uh, I didn't expect a Hollywood standard movie. It looked like a weird movie to me. Okay. You know what I mean? So, but yeah, I would recommend it. Okay. B. Give it a B. B. It's okay. not getting near my top 10 list though. I know it's on a lot of people's top 10 list. It's not on mine. So take yeah. it or leave it. I have serious doubts that it would ever make it on mine, but I'll try and see it before we You're do our list. You're just so judgmental. I am. I am. I mean, why do you think we have a podcast? <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, so we don't have these horrible thoughts in our brains all the time. We can. Yeah, we can share them with share you. them with people. Yes. Yeah. Terrible. That's a terrible just, thing to like uh, do yeah. to other people. We don't do this for you at all. This, no, is, this is just for selfish reasons. Yeah. This is therapy. What do you have, sir? Uh, I have Dolomite. Dolomite. I have Dolomite is my name. And. Uh, what a fucking treat this was. It's, it is. It's a treat. I mean, it's we were, a treat. You were talking about watching a movie that you were not in the mood for. Right. And you didn't like it. I watched this movie. I was not in the mood for it. But goddamn, did it get me. I think I mentioned to you that I had to force myself to watch this as well. Like the wife brought it up like, Oh yeah. Why don't we watch that? Yeah. And I, that's the only reason I put it on, Mm -hmm. which is dumb. And I realized it was dumb. Like 15 minutes into it. I'm like, fuck, I love Eddie Murphy. Why didn't I watch this the second that it was out? And he wasn't, I mean, he was Eddie Murphy in it, but he wasn't, you said it was like a laugh riot. I found it to be, I laughed my ass. off. I, I found it to be very funny, but also I didn't find it to be as funny as I was expecting it to be based on what, what you said, said it was. Okay. Um, it was a lot more character driven than I thought it was going to be. It was a hundred percent. I well, I was laughing a lot at the, uh, not so much as like at like the punchlines of the jokes, but just like 
like almost like you laugh on an amusement park ride. Yeah. Like you're just you're just oh, having you fun. This, are you saying this isn't entertainment? It's a it's it's a theme park. It can be both. It's not cinema. It's oh, not cinema. It totally is. It this totally is, is yeah. cinema. It's great. It's it's really I, good. Uh, he, it reminded me of old Eddie Murphy. Like you watch like the like like Beverly Hills Cop. It's a yes. comedy, but it's a good movie. Yes. Uh, Coming to America, The Golden Child, yeah. you know, that shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was like a real was, Eddie Murphy movie. It, it was, was it was great. It was easily the best thing he's done probably since like what Shrek 2. Yes. And I mean, one, I don't think. Is there a question? No. Is there a possibility no. that there's no. anything else no. he's done that get that good since? No, there's yeah. no way. There's no way. Uh, I I thought um yeah it's 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 just a generally uplifting movie because uh, I think he's such an underdog that you can't help but identify with him. And even if he is doing like black exploitation, and even if he is doing stuff like like taking these jokes you know from these hobos, <laughs> it was great. Um, <laughs> you still find him so endearing because and like the the whole point of like the the thing is like. He helped create community. Yes. Well, and, you know, you bring it up like stealing the jokes from the hobos, but it's not. They weren't really jokes to them. It was just taking their fucking lunacy and their crazy stories. Right. And having the genius to realize like, oh, every time these guys are around and start, it gets a reaction. Yeah. You know, Well, and also he he also noted like he would have to sort of tweak the jokes a little bit. He would have to add new words in or change the animal they're talking about, whatever the fuck it is. Oh, the bits where he's standing up just doing the like rhyming and it's fucking great. I I also love, um, I guess, spoilers. There's a bit in this where he goes, they go to uh, uh, the popular comedy of the time. Yes. And it's a Walter Matthau, Jack Lemmon movie. I forget what movie it is. But basically, everyone's laughing like it's fucking hilarious. And there's the four black dudes that are just looking at the screen going like, what the fuck is this? And I thought that the genius of recognizing that by him. Yes. That there is this sliver of people. Yes. And nobody's going to understand what I'm trying to do because everyone who's in a position of power, they're not us. They don't get it. Yep. Um, And he still just pushes on well and it's why you like him is because he doesn't take no for an answer even though life keeps basically telling him to shut up yeah he's one of those uh one step forward three step back type of stories it's kind of one of those yeah um and uh there's there was uh there was a moment uh i don't know why this is coming to my mind but there was a moment (laughs) of of physical abuse in this yeah um and I'm so unaccustomed to seeing that, I guess, at this point that I, it took me aback. But then when this woman hit her man back, I was like, all right, oh, yeah, yeah that, that was great. That scene was great. That scene. And then the subsequent scene after where, where Dolomite goes and talks to her and sort of, you know, brings her into sort of his fold. Right. Was so great. Oh, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of really good stuff in that. Yeah. I all the all the performances by the supporting cast are all fucking like Wesley yes. Snipes is awesome oh, in it. And, and, you know, like we talk about representation in movies sometimes and, you know, it can yeah, be like sure. a, a, a sometimes it can be a contentious conversation. Sure. Yeah. Um, and not just with you and I, but just in general, in general pop culture. Right. Um, but the mo- the woman this this bigger black woman yes. makes such a point for representation in this movies because like people between this and like Kate McKinnon's thing about seeing Ellen on TV and like 
basically almost Ellen telling her it's okay to be you um, in that setting on TV, uh, giving you that validation. And then this woman saying, thank you for putting me in your movie because I have never seen a woman who looked like me That's on true. that big screen. Yeah. And she kind of, she breaks down a bit and Dolomite kind of makes a joke and makes it all He's okay Dolomite's again. the man. But it's it's the reason that representation in movies is important is because people feel unseen and people need to feel seen to be feel validated sometimes. Well, yeah, so I would I would agree with that to an extent. I think it's a little different now. Um, you know, it's crazy to I mean, think you can take it to an extreme, obviously. Yeah, that's true. You know, right, I mean, right. and that's, that, and that's, yeah, that's my point. And, and yeah, but my point is, is in and of itself. Looking to put people in movies who are traditionally not there. Well, how about I, the fact that fucking all of a sudden this group of people had something that they could go see and laugh at and have fun with? Right. Like, yeah. It's uh, it was. I thought the movie had awesome messages. It yes. was really funny. Um, all the performances are great. Uh, I I loved seeing Will Smith or not Will Smith. Uh, Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes. Yeah. I loved seeing him and the character he plays made me laugh my ass off just because he's like oh, this, man. you know, he's got a bit where like he comes in to be the director and like, you know, uh, Dolomite's doing this action scene and it's just looks ridiculous. Yeah. You know, it reminded me of uh, what that Eddie Murphy movie he did with Steve Martin, um, Bowfinger back in the oh, day. Right. That's what right. it reminded me of him, like filming a movie, but it's a pile of shit. It and reminded me of this reminds me of the disaster artist. Yes, kind of. Right. But, but I think the Dolomite is actually more competent. Yes, one hundred percent. Tommy was so hundred percent. But yeah, no. Wesley Snipes is like uh, looking at like what the fuck is yeah. going on, and and Eddie Murphy does that big gap to yes. smile. He's like, yes. how was it? Was it as good as Shaft? Yes. And Wesley Snipes just like, I don't see any reason to film this again. Or I like, I yeah. He's like, I don't see any reason in doing it again. Um, <laughs> and I love his bit where he like he looks over. So they got like this this college kid who's the the DP on the on the, uh, thing. the alpha kid. Yes. Great. Once again. Yeah, he's always great. God, um, he turned into a scrawny, a scrawny uh, guy. I, I hope he gets more roles. Yeah, because he's always good. But he uh, he like he turns to the kid and he's like, is there uh, is there any angle that you can shoot this at that actually makes it look like he's hitting him? <laughs> he's like, uh, there's no such angle. <laughs> And I'm just I'm just dying. And then like and he's just mid take the rolling sound and everything. And like mid take, he's just like turning around, not even watching it and just being like, what the hell's wrong with this man? Thinking he can do Kung hey, Fu. He was right. Be a sex machine. He turned it into a career. Oh, my God. It was amazing. But it yeah, was amazing. Dolomite. What a, what a fun fucking time. Yeah, I love Dolomite. I would give it a... I, it's either a B or a B plus. I don't know which. Oh, that's an A for me. Straight A. Straight it's probably, A. It's probably a it's has probably a shot. A, has a shot at being very high on my list at the end it, of the. It probably won't make my top ten, but that just means that there have been that many good movies this year. Um. So the last one I have would be the farewell. Oh, okay. Um, so the plot Aquafina. of Aquafina. Please, if someone knows why she named herself that, please tweet me. 
It's got to be something funny. I I haven't Googled it because I feel like, why should I care? Sure. But it is so bizarre. Mm. Um, and it's Aquafina. It's A-W-K, by the way, people. I do know that. Yeah. But, get um, it right. Yeah. This movie is about, apparently, uh, in Chinese culture, um, there's some sort of tradition where when someone gets the bad news that they have, like, a um, cancer or whatever, and they're older, uh, it's practice not to tell them. So basically Aquafina plays this girl who who emigrated to America when she was six and her grandma has cancer. Mm. So the family devises a fake wedding for Aquafina's cousin back in China so that they can all see the grandma again. It's based on a true story. Wow. Um, so basically it's this entire big family reunion mm-hmm. and everyone knows that the grandma is dying except for the grandma. Oh, wow. And it's funny. It's poignant. It's incredibly good. Mm. It is one of the best of the year. Fucking Asians know what they're doing. Apparently <laughs> I keep saying this every week. I, I don't know what to do with myself. I feel like I just need to only watch Asian movies. Mm. And TV I, shows. I would be a happy camper, Kingdom. I guess. Kingdom. Sons of bitches. The last <laughs> two good zombie things, both Asian. Yep. Three. Three. Fuck. Uh, but yeah, it's great. Aquafina is, to me, um, as far as the people that were nominated for Golden Globes, it wasn't even really close. I assume she's going to win an Oscar. That's wow. an assumption. Wow. Yeah. Wow. She would be my... She might have beaten out Florence Pugh for me as best actress this year. She's great. Wow. Because it's a hard role because she has to be funny and sad all the time because her character is the one who's like, you know, she moved to America when she was six. So she doesn't jive with this idea. Sure. You know, she's your audience identification figure. Yeah. But there are scenes in this where, you know, actually, I think we've had the conversation actually off air about the whole like. Okay, um, if if you know we talked about it as an apology or or something or when it's like okay is it is it too dishonest if you know something to not tell the other person if right. all it's going to do is do them harm sure so yes. that's kind of the theme of this movie sure um, and it plays out like I didn't expect it to it's great it's fucking great it's an it's another A wow it's too many A's. Too many A's. This list is going to be like eight from the last four months. And then hopefully two sneak in from the previous (laughs) list. And we still have 1917 to go. Fuck. We still have 1917 to go. And you know that's going to be good. It looks amazing. I'll be interested to see if it makes in the top ten. Everybody's just talking it up. I, it's a great idea to do since this single shot thing is a thing now. Yeah. It's a great idea to do a war movie like that. Yep. Like that's brilliant. Yep. Because if it's intense, it's going to be fucking crazy. I'm waiting for. So we've gotten your drama in Birdman and we've gotten now a war movie. Now I just want a straight action movie. If they could somehow pull that off. Could be amazing. Or a martial arts, or a martial arts movie. They've done. They did a horror movie with uh, what's her name from Avengers, the Olsen twin. Oh, or not the twin, the other one. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They did one of those. It was weird. Okay. Um, I've got 
I've got one last thought. Okay. This is not shit we watched, but it was something that came up in uh, the Golden Globes. Okay. Uh, so Ricky Gervais kind of, it you know naturally we 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 had to sort of bring up Martin Scorsese's oh yes yes uh, thoughts about Marvel. Marvel movies and being theme parks not actual cinema, and then Rick, uh, Ricky came out and said like I agree, uh, they're not cinema. But also my thought is is what is what is Martin Scorsese He's doing at a short. theme park? He he can't get on the rides. He's too short. Um, <laughs> so stupid but then ricky kind of goes on and he's like you know and now in hollywood everybody's putting on a cape or in a sci-fi show of fighting dragons and, oh their job isn't memorizing lines anymore it's going to the gym twice a day and i'm like this and doing steroids and doing steroids and who's going to get the 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 steroid award and and i'm sitting here and this is all well and good and, and good sure. fun but there is an underlying thing that you and i talked about which is those damn nerds and their nerdy shit. Yeah. They, he, and literally, it came down to there are too many actors <laughs> doing nerdy shit. That's true. And that's what he said. And it's and really, that made my fucking point. This is the whole point. There are actors doing a bunch of steroids, though. Sure. He's got a point there. Sure. Okay. Does that mean they're any less good of actors just because they did yeah, steroids? Yeah, like... I mean, they're not in a competitive sport. Sure, but this is a joke, though. He like this is right, but my, he's no, making a joke. He's, he's making light of something, right? I, right, I mean, but, I but he's but he's making a joke to also make a point. That's that's why we like him. That's why we like him for doing the monologues he does. Is because he's making statements. Right. But but to from your perspective, like he he ripped on all this shit. Right. You know, you like you can't get upset just because he hit something that you you know what I'm saying? Like, well, well, I'm saying I not, like Holly, I like Hollywood, but I like that he gave them shit. OK, but what I'm saying is, is all I'm saying is this criticism. It's not valid criticism. It's those damn nerds. Yeah. he Well, he doesn't get it. You just, I mean, that's all. That's all. We're I'm just going to have to accept that. That's fine. Oh, that I'm just saying he made my point for me. Yeah. Well, so did Bill Maher. Exactly. Maybe him and Bill Maher should do an anti-nerd exactly. show. Can't be quality. Can't be cinema if it's got capes on it. How raw? Well, and then Joker won best or one best actor. And right. Yeah. So whatever. C can't Fuck be him. cinema. Can't be cinema if you have a dragon in it. I love some dragons. Yeah. Yeah, a good dragon. Guess it means Didn't you're a you man child. Did you watch Empire? And are you not bringing up that you watched Empire? Did oh, you I did. Just bring oh, it yeah. Up? Okay. Yeah. I mean, I guess we could talk you about son that. Son of a bitch. I, yeah. I remember Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching. I'm. I, so I just. I cannot believe how fucking awful. Uh, Rise of Skywalker. What the fuck the new one's called? I don't remember. The, is it Rise, Rise of the Rise of Sky okay. of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalkers. I don't Skywalker. Yes, yeah, Skywalker. Singular. That's sad. Who like these titles? Like who fucking cares anymore? I thought the Force Awakens was gonna be like something cool, and it was just like, oh, it's a girl. What do you know? Fuck off. The Force Awakens. Hate it all. Hate it all. Anyways, I remember Star Wars. Yeah, well, I mean, you watched dun, the best one. Dun, 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 dun. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is Rogue uh, Two. I uh, Rogue Two. I the Empire Strikes them. Back. The title is great. Title is great. Everything about this movie is great. It is. It I, is. 
fuck it. It's so good. It when when you watch the original three now, even Return of the Jedi, it just makes you mad. I like I, you, you. Okay, I shouldn't say that because I have the ability to say okay. I don't have to acknowledge those movies while I watch this right mm, now. Yeah, yeah. I can just enjoy this movie yep. as if it was 1980 or whatever. Yep. You know, I can just, you know, get that shit out. But then what makes me mad isn't that the new ones ruined the originals, because I don't believe that. What makes me mad is that you have this um, thematically relevant, well done original story and this sandbox to play in and you treat it the way that you do. Right. And I'm speaking to you, Disney. The franchise has been completely and utterly mishandled. That's how right. it is. That's just how Mandalorian's it is. Mandalorian's good though. And somebody brought up, a. I, I watched a video recently where a guy was actually making a really great point about Kathleen Kennedy. She like produced like Raiders of the Lost Ark. She produced Jurassic Park. She's been a producer on like massive, huge, great movies. Um, so you can't say she's like a bad producer. She might you, be a bad planner, though. She you, might be b- bad at making the. What I was going to say is I think that just because you're a good producer doesn't mean you're a good producer, producer of everything. Right. Because this required planning. This was a this this was your chance to do a cinematic universe a la Marvel. Maybe not in the exact same way. Yeah. But it's the idea. She gets a project. Well, well, she made these in the same way that probably the Indiana Jones movies right. were created. And that doesn't work. Right. Because they're singular. She was like, well, just treat each one like one right. movie. And it didn't work. It just didn't. No, but yeah, work. the Empire Strikes Back is pretty good. It's so good. So good. Just looking at Darth Vader, like well, the scenes with Darth Vader, like when he when he fucking goes to talk to the Emperor, and it's it's just like the Mandalorian. It's just like the Mandalorian because you can't see his face, but yes. you know how he's feeling just from how he's presenting himself, the tone in his voice. Uh, the end of the movie, one of my favorite parts is when they lose the Falcon again yes. and uh, Piet thinks that he's fucked and he's about to get choked to death and he's terrified and Vader kind of just looks out the window and was like, it's like, nope. So there you go. There's your nugget of, okay, well, either, w- wait a minute. He didn't kill that guy. Mm. Like, is he not just, you know. Is he just distracted he momentarily? Or, right. Yeah, 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 right. Um. No, I'm watching that and it's it's what it was for me was it was almost instantaneous because the movie starts and I kept thinking about how to, how a modern shitty Star Wars would have done this beginning. <laughs> but like the Star Destroyer comes in and then you see like these just these pods. It's all fucking silent. No goddamn Holdo or whatever the fuck. Giant the, fucking the, Millennium Falcon the, yeah, chase. Yeah. No, nothing. It's just these pods come down. Boo, boo, boo. Different directions. You're like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Okay. Oh, boom. Then you go to the planet that it's on and there you go. And and then here comes this droid that you've never fucking seen before. Wow. A new creation in Star Wars in the first two minutes of the fucking yeah. movie. Used oh. in a creative way. It makes sense. Like that. The, yeah. This is how they're and looking guess what? for I didn't him. need. I didn't need fucking General Hux being like, oh, send out the <laughs> bloop, 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 droids or whatever the fuck. 
and 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 then and then and then you fucking go there and then you see the tauntauns and you're on like this new planet and they like oh, it makes sense why they would have the tauntauns right. because like electrical shit Good might planet not fucking, to hide at it's yeah. cold nobody would ever want to go there great yeah. and then you've got the abominable snowman fucking creature thing and it was like yes and then you've got and then just think about this walkers were introduced in this movie first fucking time those other ships whatever the not the x-wings but the, the speeders other, the spe- no yeah. uh, are they yeah. speeders land okay. like speeders the land speeders they call them speeders they're introduced in this yeah. how many new tech pieces and 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 devices and creatures were we introduced got the, the the asteroid slugs yes the are you, the, the minox are you chewing fucking... on the power cables yes and they're used so creatively and wonderfully and i'm just i'm just sitting here and i'm like it's everything i want on a star wars which is new galaxy new shit things are happening what do you know it's not do you remember x wings Hey, do you remember the Millennium Falcon? You remember how much you like it? Do you like it? Hey, that is it, very put it, true. Put, put it in your mouth. Open your mouth. Here comes the Millennium Falcon. And you also have an absolutely amazing dramatic story going yes, on. Yes, that's that's. It's funny that I'm not even touching on that because that's like the heart of the yes, movie. Yes, it's incredible. But I'm just talking about like the shit that like as a kid and then subsequently as an adult, which I didn't even think about until Star Wars did this, but you need new shit in movies. You just can't have the same shit all the time. Yeah. Fucking stop it. Yeah, story helps too. Yeah, the story is characters you care about. Oh, uh, oh, you want to know how you build a cre- like a, 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 a climax in your third movie that works and, and is emotionally relevant? You have your characters actually spend time together. Yes. Oh, yes. they, they start well, this movie together. They they spent almost the entire first movie together. Yeah. Well, and you actually had like really interesting like cliffhangers at the end of that, too. Yep. Because you had the whole Vader reveal. Yep. OK, is this even true? Yeah. Like, what are we going to learn in the next movie about this? Uh, Han and Leia's romance is fucking great yep. in it. It's funny. It's it's. It makes sense. It they see they have chemistry. Yep. Um, Yoda in this. Yoda is great because Yoda is such a subversion of expectations. Ryan, uh, where uh, <laughs> you're like, oh, a Jedi Master. Oh, he's probably like uh, Obi Wan, or like maybe he's like he's a, a badass. Big, he's a badass warrior. No, he's a little guy. Yeah, and, the, little, and the whole guy. The intro to Yoda scene is amazing. So good. When he's like <laughs> eating the, the little hot dog thing <laughs> yes. and R2's fighting with him. Mine, mine. Well, and it's funny too because like they've kind of at times turned Yoda back into that, but but that he was all really a deception. should have been that for two minutes and it, it should be over. It was all it was all a deception. It was all it was all a deception. When you understand the fucking movies <laughs> and the fucking universe that they're in. God damn. It's like Star Wars doesn't understand Star no, Wars. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. No. Well, Star, some Star Wars fans don't understand Star Wars. You I'm know what sorry, makes Yoda cool? Know hurts you know what makes Yoda cool? When he flips around with a lightsaber. Right. No. That makes him really cool. Look how, look how great he is with a lightsaber. Fuck. Well, even seeing today, I saw someone... Talk about how the the reven, re, revenge of the Skywalkers. <laughs> I mean, was, you really can was flawless. The return of the Skywalkers, flawless. flawless. And people were like liking it and agreeing and like flawless, uh, flawless, flawless. Listen to our podcast. Yeah, it's we true. spent like an hour talking but they about don't how care it's about flawed. That. that doesn't matter. 
Okay. Okay. Uh, so I watched the Red Letter Media review of Rise of Skywalker. I, I, th- I didn't think they hit it hard enough. They really didn't. No. But Mike said something that I kind of agree with. <laughs> this is... Uh, I'm an asshole. I'm going to say it anyways. Uh, but I'm just reiterating what he said. If you if you like this movie, I question your intelligence. <laughs> yeah, you said it nicer. He said, I think he said something along the lines of like, I don't want to say that if you like this movie, you had a low IQ. Mm. But if you like this movie, you have a low IQ. And yeah. I'm not sure I agree with that. I'm not, I'm not either. Because there's different God. ways that people can like movies. But, but, but you're right. You if, if you stop and think about anything happening at any time in the movie, I think it you have breaks to be, itself. I think you have to be a stupid person to say it's flawless. I think you have to be a stupid or not understand and then therefore be stupid, not understand the uh, word flawless. There's nothing wrong with it. Everything's perfect. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Oh, by was, the way, can we real quick? I know we're probably going long here, but real quick, can we talk about the fact? How telling is it that every day I get on social media, there's a new article with an interview of somebody who produced Star yes, Wars explaining, explaining something. something. Yeah. It's a flawless movie. It just needs to be explained in 17 interviews. <laughs> It drives me. It's crazy that they would even explain anything. Yeah, I saw something. Chris Terrio did something recently. I was just like, shut, just shut up. Nobody ever wants to hear you again. Well, you're going to see that there's going to be a comic book about like Palpatine and how he survived the Death Star. I'm assuming that's but you have to read that to understand how he survived the Death Star. It's not in the movie. That's garbage. That's exactly what I said. Garbage. That's exactly what I said last week. That's not how this synergy of multimedia platforms works. It's not how it works. You tell one cohesive story. And then you make side stories off of things that are like little interesting nuggets. Why did Maz Kanata have Luke Saber? <laughs> We're going to get That's the video game. That's a story game. for another time. In a video game. Who eat? Fuck. 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 Fuck the, it. Yeah. It's horrible. I hate it. It's horrible. I hate it. Remember Star Wars? Remember Star Wars? <laughs> Just pop on Empire. You'll remember Star Wars. Yeah. It's on Disney Plus. Right after you watch Togo, people. Yep. But, but that's uh, that's the end of the episode. Uh, I think next week we'll probably be doing our 1917. Top. You got to give me some time. I God. need a couple weeks because oh, there's going to be a couple things We're I need to rewatch. We're going to be in February before yeah. this. It's like our taxes. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not a. I'm not some you know internet asshole like like Chris Stuckman who just puts his out there on the first. All right, because he saw. I don't like get every- to see the movies two <laughs> weeks before they come out to us, us, us normal people, you normies. Yeah, you know what gives me hope? The fact that their videos were trending. They're like top, like his and uh, Jeremy Johns were trending on YouTube. By the way, YouTube. I'm really gonna turn into a Jeremy Johns fan. I'm, I like him. I like him. Yeah. I mean, I actually think I like him more than Stuckman because he's actually like funny. He's he's got more of a, a shtick. Yes. He's got a thing that Stuckman he's doing. Stuckman is great for like kind of like putting out analytical right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what we're good for. Rambles? Just hating our audience and doing and it all punishing for them? ourselves. What are we what are we podcast. at? A, a one, a, wow. Wow. Is this our longest episode ever? Uh mm, I don't know. Close. All right. Well, you well, better that, stop it then. It's only about two thirds as long as uh the Golden Globes. So you're welcome. <laughs>